Yo, I come from a small city where nothing is handed. Took my talents and made them work for me. Look where I landed. I know a lot of those out there really don't want me having it. They just mad that I'm creeping on them and they had advantages. See, when my voice is on, I let my voice be the change. Put it in these communities, let it give them some range. Let them know that they got a shot at anything they want. And it ain't all about the teaching, but really how they responded. Here on KBLA Talk 1580, we gon' get into it. The whole world on Smiley out of your media. The others tell it, but they truths have some limits. Got some limits. We got that food for soul, now what they feeding you. Yeah. Black lives matter all the time. Yeah, let's talk about it. About the school of prison pipeline. Yeah, let's talk about it. Police brutality out of line. Yeah, let's talk about it. All these thoughts running through my mind. We gotta talk I am about unapologetically it. progressive in efforts to fight for the people. Gotta exercise our voting rights and then push the needle. I'm walking tall, cause I know that y'all expect me to lead. To push the message, I am willing to bleed. I gotta get what I need. That's social reform that's prison reform i'm highly informed don't put down a pen i got a list i can't resist i preach it till i talk with a list and who you know gonna give it to you like this and here on kbl yeah. talk 1580 yeah. we gonna get it we gonna get it the whole it. world don't smile out of your media hey. the hey. others tell it but they truths have some limits, got some limits we got that food for soul now what hey. they feeding you black lives matter all the time yeah, let's talk about it the school to prison pipeline yeah let's talk about it police brutality out of line yeah let's talk about it all these thoughts running through my mind we gotta talk about hey. it hey. miles i excited today man i'm ready you know why i'm excited the game returns to tv tonight i am so excited you gonna say because lakers won no not that game the tv show the game remember melanie and derwin and all of them yeah. although melanie is not on the show i believe I don't think Jason is on the show. I don't think Kelly's on the show. Nobody, I don't think it's going to be that good, man. Come on, don't do that to me. It's a reboot. You know, it's on Paramount+. Plus. I think it's up already, but I'm saving it until tonight. When my work is done everything, I'm going to get up in bed and watch it. You know, that's my favorite show. Scripted show of all time. Scripted. Like my favorite, I would say my favorite kids show. We've gone through it. The Greatest American Heroes, my favorite kids show. My favorite cartoon Voltron. What you know about Voltron? No, a little something. A little something. Favorite drama? Uh, there's so many. I couldn't. I couldn't choose one. But the game to me. Some about that show. Some about Mara Brock Akil, Man, she always knows what to do as far as she knows how to write relationship stuff better than anybody else. Shonda Rhimes is the queen. We understand that. Mara Brock Akil don't get her due because you talk about girlfriends, which by the way, incredible. Uh, what else? Black Lightning, incredible. Uh, Being Mary Jane, incredible, incredible. I could go down the list. She just doesn't get her due. So I don't know if she's necessarily tied to this one. I don't know. But I can't wait. I want to see Tasha Mack. Tasha Mack. I want to see it all. So we'll see. I'll let you know how it goes tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to try to like it regardless. You know, your favorite artist, when they come out with an album, you go, no, it's good because you're biased. <laughs> Even though you know... How I felt about Kanye. That's how you felt. Which, by the way, upon further review, you and I have talked about it. It's a pretty good album. Mm-hmm. Can we get into it? We need to. Because we got a lot to talk about right here. KBLA Talk 1580. Middays with Danny Morrison. Today's topic of conversation is one that jumped to the top of the list after a short conversation with a young king and a spirited DM conversation with a young queen yesterday. As I've told you all on multiple occasions, I pretty much have the subject matter for each upcoming week planned out the weekend prior. But if an event takes place that, in my opinion, needs immediate attention, I like to wedge time-sensitive topics into the broadcast in an effort to bring it to you, all so you can help me expound on things. And today I believe I have a couple brand new listeners. 
And I would love to get some additional perspectives from you throughout the show for this young king and queen. Allow me to explain. So first, yesterday, I'm at a local Walgreens, you know, picking up a few items for the house. I casually walk up to the line at the front counter with all my goods. There's about four people in line. Right in front of me is a young African-American man. Sweatpants, hoodie, flip-flops, Lakers lid. Really good kid, for real. I notice his purple and gold hat, and I say, you comfortable wearing that hat with the way them Lakers play, man? <laughs> he starts laughing. We would then go from a giggly conversation talking Lakers to what was going on in his personal life at that present time. You see, this cat is 20 years old, doesn't have a job. He told me that he spends the bulk of his day walking around the adjacent parking lot where Target is located, asking people for, I'm doing air quotes, donations, as he called it. He tells me that he's partially homeless and he just can't seem to get his life on track. Every time he gets a job, he can't keep it. Every time he finds shelter, he can't sustain it. Why? Because he's not stable enough to wear a uniform, have access to a washer and dryer to continually wash a uniform. He doesn't have a car to get to a job daily, and his fractured living situation doesn't allow him to come and go as he pleases anyway. That's why he spends all day panhandling at Target, which will at least give him money for food so that he's not eating the little food his family has in the refrigerator back home. So after a short chat in line and an extended chat in the parking lot, I gave him my business card and told him to listen today. I'm hoping that he's listening. And I want him to know that you are not by yourself out here, King. But this young king situation isn't new. There's a large number of young people that don't possess the skill set to look for a job, much less keep a job. For a number of reasons. And there's another group of young people that are voluntarily chosen to not work right now because they just refuse to buy into this American dream thing that we've been force feeding them for a generation. Which leads me to my second conversation today. It took place with a new Instagram friend of mine that shall remain nameless who looks to be a millennial queen herself. She lives right here in the city of Los Angeles and sent me this message saying, and I quote, Black people out here performing blackness. In L.A., unity is close to non-existent. While we chase opportunities in a racist white supremacist system, Lord help us. Then want to yell black power like we really leading black power somewhere besides the hamster wheel. And my respect to all my elders, but it's a sad reality where we are at in Los Angeles. It's like we have no power. End quote. Words like that broke a brother's heart. And her feelings aren't hers alone. There's a ton of young people out there that are disappointed with the way things are and the way we older folks have navigated them through the system. So I want to look at both groups today. The side that doesn't know how to do this, which is Generation Z, and the side that simply refuses to, in a lot of cases, the millennials. And I pray that our di open dialogue today can inspire a few young people to get out there and chase their dreams. First, let's talk about the young people that we all know that appear to be lost in the storm. Y'all know these youngsters. Some of you have one in your home right now. It's difficult to get them out the house, right? They spend an inordinate amount of time on electronic devices, social media, and video games, right? They're not interested in going and working a full-time or even a part-time job that will take them away from the things that they love doing the most. They have an excuse for every option you place in front of them, right? And all the while, they want us, meaning the parents and guardians in their lives, to be patient with them while they try to figure things out. And it's not their fault. 
Yes, we parents are a large part of the blame for having young kings and queens that don't have direction in their lives. But the system is the reason that they're not seeing a plethora of viable options in front of them. Yeah, you heard me. Y'all gonna make me start preaching up in here again today? Everything fell apart the moment we snatched the trades out of high school. Are we going to get into it again? Huh? Metal shop, wood shop, auto shop, gone out of the daily curriculum. Yes, some school districts have implemented programs off-site for students that are interested, but it's no longer a required elective for incoming students in a lot of school districts. Abandoning those kids that are extremely creative with their hands, which, by the way, is a huge percentage of the black and brown population by eliminating programs and courses that highlighted our most creative kids. Uncle Sam sacrificed a few of an entire segment of our population that may not be cut for college, all to save a freaking dollar while not touching a dime of military funding. No disrespect to the veterans on Veterans Day today, but this government chose to siphon money from education and still build more warships and warplanes for the biggest institutional welfare program in American history, ones that we don't even need, a move which I believe forced a lot of young kings and queens into the military in an effort to keep themselves occupied and also to finally have some option to pay for college. Now that I think about it, maybe that was the plan all along. But I digress. But for a lot of these young African-American youth, the ones that have parents that may not have the parenting skills to get the job done, there's one big alternative that can alleviate the problem. Sometimes we don't talk about it enough on the Danny Mo Show. I can't lie. That is... Mentoring. Shout out to Norwood from Darrow's New Orleans Grill for reminding me of this a couple days ago. But I believe that mentoring can be the missing ingredient for our black children. In our collective efforts to bring underperforming students up to speed, I believe that a transformative mentoring component could enhance all the facets of the educational experience. Especially for young African-American males. Trust me, I know. Imagine this. I've told you this story before. But back in the mid-1980s, a 30-ish mild-mannered white man had an idea. In an effort to devote their lives to God and their community, he and his beautiful wife would get involved with a local rescue mission. He was given a van, a free room, board, and the freedom to devote time to his cause of his choosing. His decision? Helping at-risk youth in the most impoverished neighborhood in the city. He made a conscious decision to drive into the hood pick up numerous poverty-stricken black children, and teach them the teachings of Jesus Christ. He would then call it the Boys Bible Club, and it was good. And God saw that it was good. He would hold weekly meetings at Mount Zion Baptist Church. He would take the kids to Hume Lake Christian Camps every year. He would hold Christian rap contests. He would check on them regularly by staying involved with their parents. Most importantly, he would give them the foundation focus, and faith to move forward in a society that was tough on kids coming from such challenging environments. He would show how to be productive members of society. He would teach them how to be men. And as you might have guessed, one of those kids was me. That mysterious man's name was Larry Joslin. And Larry Joslin saved my life. You see, this story couldn't happen in 2021. A white man with a van, picking up kids, taking them to an isolated location to teach them things, huh? The LAPD and social media would be out in force, wouldn't they? This man would be branded as a creepy weirdo or some perverted miscreant, right? But Larry Joslin was neither of those. He was my mentor, my guardian angel, 
My mother foolishly had six children by a man that chose to never be involved with the children that he brought into this world. And Larry Joslin was there when my biological father wouldn't bother. So a message to Larry, because I'm told that you might be listening. My childhood mentor, I love you, friend. Thank you for rescuing a young Cottonwood Road kid and teaching him that it's our duty to mentor those that need help and God's grace will make it so. Without you, I'm not sure where I would be in this world. I will always hold you in the highest regard for the sacrifice of time you could have been spending with your family to spend time with me. Such a selfless act in a selfish world. I learned from the best. I learned from you. I promise to pay it forward. I appreciate you. And that's one side of this discussion. The other side is about the young people that we all know that are simply not choosing to not return to the workplace, the millennial generation. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, 43% of the population ages 18 to 29 live with one or both of their parents. There are roughly 8.4 million Americans that are currently unemployed and a large number of them are choosing to stay that way. Voluntarily. Why, you ask? There are a number of factors that have led people to being slow to get back on the workhorse in my point of view is that it's easy to understand why. One reason is because jobless benefits and supplemental income disincentivizing people to return. A lot of people were managing to pay the bills with stimulus checks coupled with unemployment benefits and thankfully managed to keep their heads above water during the pandemic. People finally starting to see what it feels like to live like you were getting paid a living wage. Y'all remember that, huh? Another reason people are slow to work is uh, wages. Yeah, minimum wage has slowly crept up to $15 an hour here in the state of California, but I got to tell you, uh, the problem is living wage calculations show that the true minimum wage should be eighteen sixty-six an hour. Let's all admit the $15 an hour show better than $7.25. And the last reason is that people are scared, man. They've been running away from the coronavirus for a year and a half now and exercising social distancing the entire time. So, ladies, if, newsflash, as it stands right now in America, <laughs> there are more job openings available in this country than at any other time in American history, just to let you know. So if your man is sitting on the couch playing Xbox Series X claiming that he can't find a job, that cat is lying, just to let you know, ladies. But there's a lot of people that aren't excited about rushing back to an enclosed office and sharing cubicles with people in a close proximity, especially considering lots of people refuse to take the COVID-19 vaccine, especially us. And regardless of your reasoning, and of course, predictably, the conservatives and Trump lapdogs on the right see that there's a nationwide worker shortage and they automatically brand the unemployed as being lazy and entitled. They believe that all you want to do is suck from the government teat and everything for the rest of your adult life and live in a lap of luxury on unemployment while you Netflix and chill all day. But see, here's the thing. Here's the problem for them. They have a fantastic memory, and I do, too. A lot of you might recall, these are the same knuckle-dragging Jethro's that said, if the minimum wage increases to $15 an hour, businesses will suffer, and there will be a business closure epidemic from the West Coast to the East. Remember that nonsense? All of that is somewhat true. We will touch on that next week, but here they are. Y'all watching? Begging for Americans to come and take these jobs. Y'all checking it out? At the same ways they said would be our downfall. Remember that? Even adding a little extra to the minimum wage to woo you into the workforce, huh? Interesting, huh? Remember you asked your boss for that wage, huh? That wage increase, remember back in the day, huh? All you wanted was a freaking quarter? He gave you a dime and told you to shut up, remember? They always had the money to pay the entire staff a living wage the entire time. He just didn't want to. Because labor is the most controllable expense in any business. Look it up. 
Business 2.0. We've been through this. And in most cases, the manager of a business gets bonuses based on how much he or she saves at the end of the year while still being able to sustain a viable business. So no, they never gave you a sizable and fair raise based on your worth because it would affect the bottom line. And no, they can't do that. That would mean less gifts underneath their Christmas tree during their holiday season. While they shop at the Beverly Center, you at the Dollar Tree. And they cool with that. But I digress. Back on topic. This tells you everything you need to know. They've been hoarding the humongous profits for years. And just for the record, inflation is happening right now in real time. And food prices are really getting out of hand. But once things stabilize, I will gladly pay an extra dollar for a cheeseburger if it means that you are going to pay your employees a living wage. So millennials, now that the pandemic has slowed down a little, I believe that a lot of you are recalibrating your life in an effort to figure out what you really want to do. You're not lazy and they're trying to say that you're that. I don't believe that. You should do something else. You should chase your dreams. You should go after what you've always wanted to do. And those are the two types of young people that are struggling to get back into the workplace. One that doesn't possess the necessary skill set to get back out there, and the other that chooses not to get back into the mix. These young people refuse to buy into the narrative that we have shown them throughout their generation. They're getting married later, if at all. They're having babies later, if at all. They're going to college later, if at all. And they're seeking out careers later, (laughs) if at all. We need to find some way to assist them in going where it is they want to go in order to do what they want to do, not what we want them to do. That way, they can finally be satisfied with whatever life they so choose. Our blueprint of chasing the American dream is no longer a viable solution for a lot of these young people. And hopefully, they will allow us to be a part of the process. If at all. <laughs> but that's just me. Tell me what you think, LA. Huh? Why are young people refusing to go back to work? In your opinion, why are, why are young people moving back in with their parents? Why do you think it is they refuse to take part in the traditional American experience, huh? Also, do you agree with me that the moment they snatch the trades out of high schools, you abandon an entire generation of young people? Don't you agree that we need a renewed commitment to vocational education and technical training in these schools to give young people sustainable options post high school? And did you know that according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics in 2020, more than 86% of construction laborers were white? Yeah, 86%. Did you know 8% of plumbers are black? Only 7% of electrical tradesmen or women are black. Do you believe, like me, that the trades were taken out of high school to intentionally navigate black and brown people into low-paying jobs? Are we all paying attention to what's happening here? Do you wonder why kings and queens tend to say that a lot of the contractors, guilds, and unions are inherently racist? Was that the grand plan all along? Don't get me started. And lastly, what's the answer? What if you do have a millennial living with you? What you gonna tell them? What's the parent to do? Evict them? Or give them an answer. Holla at your boy. Your voice has changed. Your voice is the community. Your voice is on. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. You can also stream us via the brand new KBLA streaming app on your app store, iOS or Android. It don't matter. And that same app allows you to send me your questions and comments that I will answer live at different intervals throughout the broadcast. Plus, like, share, and follow your favorite radio station live on our socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at KBLA 1580. And feel free to follow me at Danny Mo Show on those same platforms too. Plus, 
Me and my midday partner in crime, Miles, will take your comments via the ecosystem of our social network. Check this out. When we come forward, I rarely repeat a seven series. But considering the topic of conversation and potentially having some new listeners out there, young listeners checking out the broadcast today, I figured I would bring that old thing back and revamp it for those who may have missed it a few months ago. I have a foolproof methodology of getting you exactly the job you want. Miles loves this one. You love it, don't you? A ton of testimonials that say that this methodology works. 100% guaranteed. My seven series today is seven steps that will guarantee you get that job. You looking? I got you. Add to the conversation with your phone calls when we come forward. Welcome to Midtales with Danny Morrison on Unapologetically Progressive KVLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Let's ride. Midtales with Danny Morrison continues when we come forward. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are rooting for everybody black. KBLA Talk 1580. Yes, sir. <laughs> I went along on that one, didn't I? <laughs> you know, Miles, when something is really, really, uh, I'm, I'm passionate about something, that makes me go a little bit longer. I, I should have said I need a little extra time. Plus, I know you can't read a arm clock, so. <laughs> <laughs> what is what, what? Do they still teach that in school, by the way? They should. I don't think, why? Everything's digital. It seems like they shouldn't. Remember I asked you before, why do you learn curse, cursive in school? For what reason? When you Sign own, my license. That's it. You only use cursive when you sign. That's it. I don't know what that's about, man. You can make the case, all the things that we've been taught. We ain't going to make this the show because uh, we're short on time. I'm already up against it. <laughs> but um, how many things in elementary school could you go back and go, why were we doing that? I'll give you an example. You know how you have to write the alphabet in cursive left to right. Tell me the last time you drew a Q in cursive. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? First of all, how do you make your yeah. Q? You know, one looks like the number two, right? <laughs> I think the actual cursive two, Q is a two. Once they taught me you could do cursive however you choose to do cursive, I was over it. Yeah. You know, what's weird is my print. My print now when I write is all capitals and I don't lift my pencil or pen. So I'm kind of doing cursive in print. It's really weird the way I write. I got bad handwriting. So. I know. I've noticed. <laughs> Terrible handwriting. I like to call it chicken scratch. Chicken scratch. I'm just saying. You're one time some kids asked me for an autograph and I was so embarrassed that I had to sign it with my bad handwriting, my bad cursive. You don't have like a, a thing, an anagram, like ML? Boom, 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 boom. I do, but still, it's... It's bad handwriting. It still oh, yeah. doesn't look that great. You should have your thing just like that. That's, that ML stands for Miles Law. I love him. They got posters of you on their wall pretty soon, man. All right, check it out. When we come forward, because <laughs> boy, did I go long on now. When we come forward, we will delve into the discussion. I'm being told that a couple people might call in young people in my DMs. We'll see if we can make it happen. That would be great. 1-800-920-1580. News and traffic now. Midtails. Danny Morrison. Stay there. Making your middays meaningful. More of Danny Morrison straight ahead. We're listening around the clock. Around the clock. Around the clock. And your time to be heard is right now. Now. Right now. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Middays with Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. Check it out today. Uh, we are talking to trying to figure it out why young people are having trouble finding work, why they are refusing to go back to work, and what is the origin of the problem. I broke it all down inside my opening monologue, and uh, check it out. I was doing some research last night. 
I uh, read an article on greatplacetowork.com. It's entitled The Top Five Things Millennials Want in the Workplace in 2021. Right? One was fair pay and personal meaning. <laughs> right? Two was inclusive benefits that go beyond parenthood. Yeah, they say that because they're not having kids like we were. They're like, what if I don't have kids? All these benefits you got on the books right now. What about me? What about what if I'm single? What if I never want to be married? What benefits are on the books for me? Three was hashtag me too, gender equity at all levels. <laughs> Come on, goes without saying. Hello? They want to see it, though. Talk is cheap. It's easy to say, well, we've got a number of ladies in our, on the upper uh, echelon of our company here. It's like, no, 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 no. Let's see them. And by the way, are they people of color? Also, we want to know. Number four was flexibility post-pandemic. I'll tell you one thing that a lot of people learned uh, as we were at our homes and couldn't go anywhere, couldn't do anything extracurricular, we also finally understood how great it is to be around people you love, right? Now, for the record, <laughs> the divorce rate went up just a little bit. <laughs> and not true for everybody. There's some people just, nah, I got to be with you all the time. Get out! And a lot of people just <laughs> could not sustain being around each other for so such a long time. All day, every day, a little much. However, there's a lot of people said, well, I actually get to sit here. And play video games with my kids. I actually get to just walk outside. Take walks with the fam. Huh? I actually get to Netflix and chill with my boo. Whatever it was, you know. A lot of people now see the value of that. So yeah, flexibility post-pandemic. They want to know they don't have to work 15 hours a day, 6 days a week. To fatten the pockets of a boss that could not care less about them. It's one thing I've told you guys numerous times. You know that job that you love so much. And you know, the boss that hugs you and go, you're very, very important to this organization, young man. You are everything to this organization. We don't know where we would be without you. Get sick or something. They would replace you in two hours. <laughs> they might check on you every now and again. But they would replace you in two hours. They care about you, but they don't care that much about you. Especially if you work for a corporation. And lastly, number five was safe spaces where they can be involved. They want to be in the mix. They want to be heard. They want to be a part of the ecosystem that runs throughout whatever business we're talking about. They want to know that they can be who they are. If they are part of the LGBTQ community, if they are a person of color or whatever, they need to know that they're in a safe space to where they can be who they are and be involved in the process. Because let's keep it real. If they are a part, let's say that they are both. Let's say that they are a member of the LGBTQ community and also a person of color. How many of those types of people do you see at the upper rung of corporate ladders throughout America? Not very often, do you? Millennials are done letting uh, Generation X and older dictate exactly how commerce works. They're done. So if you want young people inside your building, you better be willing to be a little bit more progressive. And I know conservatives on talk radio, you turn on AM talk radio, all they talk about is that this is a center-right country. I don't know what you talk. Wrong. This is a center-left country that's getting far more progressive by the day. All you got to do is look at, just turn on your TV and see how many times 
you see the LGBTQ population and people of color in whatever commercial you see. They know what's happening. They know 2045 is just around the corner. They know this will be a majority-minority country in just a few years here. They know what's up. So, it's a center-left country. And millennials, when they come and work at your job, they want to know, are you going to do business that is conducive to us living not only a healthy lifestyle outside of this building, but also when we're in it? Because let's be real, Gen X and older, we, we've been ran ragged for years. Somebody listening to this show right now, sitting in a cubicle, you've been there for 25 years. You ain't gotten a raise in I don't know how long. You're just trying to keep your head above water. It's a check. You know, you get paid every, every two weeks. You might get paid once a month on the first. It pays the bills. You know, you've never been offered anything in upper management. You get raises every couple of years. They toss you a quarter here, 50 cents here. But you do think back and go, if I could do this over, I would do it this way. And you cannot stand your job. And for the record, I'm, you're talking to somebody that has been that, done that. I, I told you I was in the construction industry for 20 years, making some really, really good money. Okay? Got an opportunity to move up north, right? I lived in Monterey for a couple years, you know. I was doing very well. Six figures, balling, right? Could not stand it. No disrespect to any of those people in that industry that listen to this show every single day. I don't want to disrespect my family. I understand. I love y'all. I love the experience. I love the people, the friendships that I've gained, lifelong friendships that will be friends of mine for the rest of my life. That being said, that industry, never. I will never return to that thing. I hated it. Walking in, talking building materials. A lot of those white contractors are racist. Keep it real. In my area, real talk. Trump supporters, you know, just like, ugh. Ew, ugh. I was like the only African-American in, uh, in management, in upper management, like in, uh, in uh, Central California. And I hated it. And people say, you better cash that check. I am cashing those checks. Can't stand it, though. And young people want answers, man. Because they're looking at you hating your job. You walk into the house, you probably got one of those millennials living with you right now. I just told you, what was it, 45%? What was the percentage? 48% living with their parents right now as we come out of this pandemic. And you're looking at them going, what is my 25-year-old child doing living with me? They're looking at you going to work every day, coming home, walking in the door, slamming your keys on the desk, going, I hate that job. I hate my boss. I hate that Becky that's sitting next to me, always smelling like celery. I cannot stand. I cannot stand my job. And then they go, "Why you ain't working?" <laughs> so wait a minute, wait, wait, ma, dad, you just, you just gave us a reason why we don't want to do what you're doing. Do as I say and not as I do. The thing you've been doing with me my entire life. Millennials and Generation Z are not going to do it the way that we did it. And the best part is, I'm proud of them. I really am. I'm proud of them. Because when we were growing up, let's keep it real. If you were 20, even 25, I was going to say 28, 29. If you were 25 when we were growing up and you had never been married and you didn't have any kids, what do they say about you? What's wrong with you? Oh, something wrong with you. Oh, you must be crazy. 
Anybody ain't got no kids at 25, something wrong with them. How many times y'all heard that? Those of you without kids and never been married. How many times you been, been told that in your life? I know a bunch of millennials, no kids, never been married. I'm sitting across from one right now. They don't buy into the nonsense, yo. Nor should they. Because all you hear from our generation and older are student loans. Uh, they're about to stop giving pensions and 401ks. Uh, all you hear about is child support. All you hear about is a 52% divorce rate. Uh, I could just go down the list. <laughs> and we go, why you ain't married? Like I said, they are our smartest, most technologically savvy generation. They see the forest through the trees. And they don't want to get into the nonsense that we have wrapped ourselves up in. They are the first generation in the history of this country to be worse off than the generation prior. Gen X, I'm looking at us. How's us? We dropped the ball. Climate change, dropped the ball. Economy, dropped the ball. Student loans, oh my God, to go to college now? Whew, drop the ball. And now inflation is coming in. I'm telling you, we, we screwing up all over the place. So they want answers. And if you have a millennial living with you right now, you should be glad that you know where they are. Because, yo, bad things are happening to millennials out there too. But that's what this show's about today. I want us to have a conversation with those young people that are listening to my voice right now. They told me they were going to listen. I'm assuming they're listening. I'm talking to all of us and also directly to them two young, beautiful king and queen. I want some answers today. Phone calls are coming in. Give me some phone calls today. If you are that young king and that young queen and you don't know what to do with your life right now and you look around you, you see nothing but negativity. You see nothing but failure. You see nothing but dark roads ahead. What should they do moving forward? 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. Middays with Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580 where Black Lives Matter. Don't get it twisted. We know you have options, options. but thank you. Thank you. For making the best choice. The only station in LA of the people, by the people, for the people. We are unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA Talk 1580. Unapologetically progressive radio. Black owned and operated from the heart of Lamert Park, USA. The heart of Lamert Park, USA. We're listening and the convo continues right now. Yes, sir. Midtails with Danny Morris, the KBLA Talk 15. 80. Yeah, we're trying to figure out why young people are having trouble finding work, why they're refusing to go back to work, and what is the origin of the problem. Uh, a friend of mine just texted me and said, you're a motivational speaker, you're a pastor. You're... <laughs> I told her, like, ah, my mom's been in my ear about that for my entire life. You know you're supposed to be a pastor, baby. Uh, no, no, I don't see me in front of a church, you know, uh, leading the congregation. Although I've spoken at a number of churches, but I don't think that was my calling. I think this radio thing that I've been doing for a long time is kind of like my, this is my church. You guys are kind of my congregation sometimes. And I think that, you know, we, we speak into God through this frequency every single day. I honestly believe that. So I, I think I'm kind of fulfilling what my mom's always wanted, you know. And uh, she, she wouldn't have put no offering in the tray anyway, just because she was my mama. It's like, you know, this is my son's church. Y'all better back up. But uh, what are you eating? Doing that to me again. Yo, um, we got phone calls? 
Let's make it happen. I want some people. I need some perspectives today from y'all. And uh, I need to find out exactly what we can tell young people that have given up on us and given up on America at the same time. Give me your height, your color, and your hood, Roger. My height is 5'8". My hood is Temecula. Cedar Brown. Cedar Brown today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say doodle brown. That would be the wrong color. <laughs> hey, look. I'm going to put out a public announcement. Trade Tech LA has a program for these young, and I'm going to say this respectfully, knuckleheads that want to get a trade. But the, the wait, 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 is, wait, 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 wait. Why are they knuckleheads? Like, we're doing it again. We're not going to do that today, uh, Roger. I'm, I'm sorry. Don't be calling them knuckleheads. See, this is why millennials get mad at us. Because we come in and we we outside on the lawn and we in our boxes in our nylon socks <laughs> standing in the middle of the lawn saying get off my grass you know what I'm saying I'm, I'm sorry brother I I, I take that back okay got, ease okay. up man I, this is oh my god Go ahead. okay so they they got this program for a, a journeyman and it's sponsored by Edison it's sponsored by a lot of major companies all these kids got to do is sign up and they'll take them through the course. And then they'll hire them. They'll mm. hire them. Really? So it's trade. Trade. Yes. Trade. Look it up. Trade Tech LA. They got. They got programs out there for these young uh, people that that have no direction, and uh, they'll they'll teach them the trade, and then they'll also hire them as journeymen. You know, they start off as journeymen, but the thing is, they'll teach them the skills. You know. So it's out there for them. Trade Tech LA. That's all I want to do. Is that I'm gonna that. check that out tonight. But uh, are they are they kind to African Americans? You know, because there's a lot of those places out there. But as soon as black people show up, you show up and you go, wait a minute, it, it's looking like a white Christmas up in here. What's the deal? Right. <laughs> well, you know, tra- trade tech is open to the public, so there's no discrimination and stuff. You just got to sign up, and it's open to everybody of color. You know, women and da 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 da. I went there, so it's not. It's not a biased uh, college. Yeah, but Roger, college. when you—I don't know your age. When you went there, come on, man. I mean, little—you—you you were like a little house on the prairie ages when you went, man. Just. <laughs> 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 but uh, <laughs> how many? You're a funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta mess with you. You messing with the millennials? I gotta fight back a little bit, don't I? Roger, get out of here, man. We appreciate it. I'm gonna look it up. That's an answer. Real, 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 Go ahead. Real quick shot. Quick shot. They are open to uh, young cats, you know, 18 years old. I, I'm turning my uh, grandchild onto that. You know, I sent out a uh, flyer to him. So it, it's it's in the now, right now, brother. All right. I'm going to check it out. And anybody right. else got anything, let me know. Roger, I appreciate you, King. All right. Peace. Middays with Danny Morrison continues when we come forward. Broadcasting live from Lamar Park, USA. Welcome back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio. KBLA Talk 1580. Midday is with Danny Morris, the KBLA Talk 1580, talking, talking, trying to figure out why young people are having trouble finding work while they're refusing to go back to work and what is the origin of the problem. I already broke down what my opinions were. And let me reiterate, just in case Roger didn't hear me, I want everybody to hear me. You're talking directly to the millennials and younger today. Could we not talk at them today like we always do? That's one big criticism I hear from them all the time. Y'all ain't trying to hear us. You know what? We're not. Can we change that today, at least on this broadcast? Could we not poke our finger in the chest of those young people that are just looking for answers? 
Because here's a newsflash for you. Anything that they're going through, any strife that they're feeling, any failure of theirs is ours. It's because we didn't do what we were supposed to do. That's why they're not doing what you think they should be doing. And all the parents out there, it's not entirely your fault. I broke that down inside my opening monologue. The system is rigged. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. But at the same time, they're here now. So now what? And I don't want us to, on this show, be beating them up again. This is a sanctuary for all black people. This is a safe space for all black people. Young to old. Regardless of your religion. Regardless of your sexual orientation. This is a safe space for all black people. Except for Larry Elder and, like, Candace Owens. And and Kanye. Republicans. Yeah. If you Republican, no. Republican black people. Got it. Go go out the back door. Just we only want to see you out front. Get out of here. I'm just saying. Go to the phones. No? Oh, we're not ready? Okay. After the top of the Oh my God. See? My timing is off today. <laughs> don't 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 make me blast you out. Don't you do it to me. You know I love you. <laughs> okay. After the top of the hour, we would go to the phones because I'm up against it. I did not notice. But I want to hear from you. 1-800-920-1580. Tell millennials and younger what the answers are. And let me know why they're in the position that they are in. Midday's Danny Morris KBLA Talk 1580. His news and traffic. Check it. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica. At the tone, today I swear I'm not t- And what is that frozen sock in the corner? What is that? KBLA Talk 1580. Midday's Danny Morrison. Welcome to Pop Radio, Kiss FM. This is... <laughs> they ain't close, right? <laughs> Remember when Bruno Mars was making bubblegum? Yeah, but all of a sudden, he's the blackest thing going. You always defend that kid. Yeah, hey, man. Yeah, but he's a soul man now, right? Now he's got Rain. the afro, the shades, hanging around with the brothers. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, he's the blackest man in America, right? That's range, man. He's got the, remember that song, uh, it, it Will Rain or something? Have you heard that song? I think it's called uh, It Will Rain by Bruno. I think it's from one of those. I know, I, know it's, I, know, I know what song you're talking about, but I don't remember the name of it. We got to find that song. I think it's from one of the vampire movies, man. It was like on the soundtrack or something. But I loved that Bruno back then when he was singing for the white people. But then he said, I need some of that urban money i need some urban money let me let me throw out my hair let me get on here and sing with the brothers i mean that, that, that's not fair because we take people back when they go to the white side come on now come on yeah, he he changed his entire look he had like a remember he had a big bouffant and so did, how many how many times did chris brown dye his hair purple and pink and blonde you know and he ain't never jumped over to the white side he didn't do the double mint gum song who cares if he did a jingle? I'm talking, come on. No, we're talking about entire career moves. Come on, dude. Okay. It ain't the same. And that's why they call Bruno a culture vulture, man. And I Nelly think ain't jump ship. That Burger King deal, man, is just. He had a whole he had a whole country album. Nah, nah, that's a, that's a St. Lou album. You no, know, he had a country album. Oh, he did. That's right. Oh, that's right. Was it an album or a song? Album. I, I would probably put that in the same category. You go all, all, the, all the time. Snoop goes over to other genres. Yeah, careful. Don't don't be talking. Don't be talking about no Snoop. Don't talk about Bruno. Don't be talking. Don't be talking about no don't, Snoop. Don't, don't talk about Bruno. I'm just saying, Snoop is infallible on the show. He's perfect. 
I'm just saying. You don't think so? I you mean, know. I think I think he's just as perfect as Bruno is, man. I don't know about that. That's a different conversation. We got to do another music show, obviously. Let me go to the phones. What we got? We want answers today. Okay? Jamie, get up in here. Jamie, I want answers today. I don't want people coming in here, poking people in the chest, saying you need to do this and you need to do that. and you. No. Give them some real talk. Jamie, give me your height, your color, and your hood, queen. 5'4", black skin, and uh, View Park. Yay! View Park, check it in. Talk to me. Okay, um, I think these babies are doing right. Okay, stop talking about these millennials. They got it right, and we got it wrong. Yep. Me and you, Danny. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, So you let them do them. But the last caller is right, and I'm alumni from L.A. Trade Tech. And you do need to look that up because they do have trades. And a lot of famous people went to L.A. Trade Tech. Look that up, too. Um, a lot of these, um, the, the cosmetics and the, uh, the movie people, what do you call these? Um, the sitcom, not the sitcoms, what do you call the things? Uh, the reality shows that do hair. Girl, forget trade those, tech. Those you, need to go back, you need to go back to high school talking about some trade. No, I'm playing. <laughs> you, you don't mess with trade tech. You got a whole lot of people listening right now that went to trade tech. You better stop it. I'm My grandfather about. went to trade tech. I'm messing with you. I'm so totally you kidding. Stop it. <laughs> You better stop it. You're going to have some haters on okay. your Okay, listen, listen, listen. I think that's good. I think, uh, let, me, let me try to always try to play both sides best I can. What do you say to those people that say, trade tech is great. We definitely want to give them options. But these young people also don't want to work with their hands right now. What do you say to those people? Okay, but what's working with your hands? I got a whole bunch of ladies that are doing hair in their house. Uh-huh. Okay, that's working with your hands. They got a, cos- uh, a hair thing that you can do and a lot of the people on there went to reality shows and a lot of the uh people that like to do um designing of clothes and different things went to la trade tech and some of those were winners of these designer um reality shows so no don't don't sleep on trade tech i'm not sleeping on trade i'm just saying though everything you just named is yeah working with your hand anything where you work with your hands, they call skilled positions, is what they like to call them, which is the overall o- overarching uh, category they like to use. They say young people, if it doesn't involve Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, social media in general, they ain't interested. There are some people that believe that. Do you believe that? Do I believe that? Okay, we need the, the millennials are the only ones that know how to use these things. Facts. So they're using them and they're using them to what they need to use them for. So, no, don't let, don't buy into that. Okay. This so, is the future and you got to listen to these children. Yeah, they have. I, well, young, young ladies, young millennials, however you want to say it, <laughs> you have to listen to them because they got better ideas than what you and I have. Our ideas was to stay at a company for 25 years and wait on a pension check. Yep. We had it twisted. I'm trying. These millennials know better. They know better. They ain't fine falling for the okie doke. So no, I don't agree with that. All right. Jamie's dropping bomb. I mean, you're, you're you're mirroring everything that I feel. I I totally agree with you. They are our most technologically savvy and intelligent generation. They have they have started new career moves that we never thought possible. I know people personally in my family even making thousands of dollars on YouTube right now. Never leave the house. We didn't have those options available. So there are other sectors opening up in American commerce that we didn't have available to us. But if we see them in a room all the time, we're like, what you doing? Sitting up in front of that computer all the time. Danny, Danny, they got apps 
for day workers now. Yeah. You can sign up on a on, for an app like. You know, at Home Depot, you got the people on the corner. Well, they're doing it wrong, too, because there's an app for that now. <laughs> you can sign up with an app to go work at a warehouse for one day. Yeah, that's fast. I mean, you, they got apps for this. And how did I know that? A millennial. Yep. I mean, I'm like, you doing the thing, boo. That's it. We, we just have to find some mechanism to get this information to young people. Older people, too. It, could you imagine if we had one source that could redirect all of this information into the black community and say, look, you don't want to do this, you can do this. You don't want to do this, you can do this. And this is how you do it. These are the stats. Da, 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 da. Sign up online. It'd be great. We just don't. For some reason, we African-Americans, and I know you're only half that, so you, you only agree with me halfway. Um, we African-Americans <laughs> African don't come together and coalesce and get that information to the populace for some reason, right? Is she still there? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> They're up there getting on these apps and doing the, doing the thing. You just don't know about it because you're too old. <laughs> Girl, I'm only 28 years old. I have no idea what you're talking about. Mouth shush. And you keep telling that lie. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, girl? Come on. Your social security number is five. Get out of here. What you talking about? I know you ain't talking. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here. I got to get out of here. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Love me some Jamie. Jamie is awesome. More phone calls coming in. Let's do it. You know, like I said, we don't have to get to the seven series, even though I rebooted it today for the young people listening. I may have to bring it because it's about how you can get yourself a job. I can guarantee you get yourself a job. Either or will suffice. We'll find out. If we go, we don't. We'll see. 1-800-920-1580. Middays with Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about, y'all. Nobody's perfect, but everybody's important. Don't change the We've got a lot to talk about. This is KBLA Talk 1580. We're riding with Danny Morrison until the wheels fall off. Middays with Danny Morrison continues right now. Right now. Everybody sent me a video of Kyle Rittenhouse fake crying in court yesterday. Yeah, not Nan Tear came out of the face of that boy. And his mama in the, in the crowd acting like she crying too. Yeah, we're going to talk about that early next week. Yeah. That cat has to be found guilty for multiple reasons. Early next week, we will delve into exactly why. Because if that cat gets off, you think he's getting off? Oh, yeah. It doesn't look good. It doesn't. Because I guess there's some witness that said one of the cats lunged at him. And, of course, they're using the whole, you know, my life was in danger. Same thing cops say all the time. If that cat is able to get a weapon, shouldn't have had it. Crossover state lines shouldn't have been there. Walking to a crowd of black people, gunned down to and and wound another, and get off. It's gonna be a problem because there's copycats all over the country. That cat has to be found guilty, and I was laughing at his little stupid tears, going, "Please, what is this a Tyler Perry <laughs> situation going on here? All the fake cries you see on there all the time." He has to be found guilty. He better. I'm saying. And Ahmaud Arbery's uh, murderers too. Could you imagine if all of them got off? Oh, imagine it. You think it's coming? Sad man. I, I, I just refuse to set myself up for emotional failure. Look, if them cats get off and a racist white America starts believing that they could actually gun down African Americans with no repercussions, I'm trying to tell you this, bro. 
with hate crimes rising the way that they are in the state of California already? I'm just saying, we'll talk about that early next week. But today we're talking about the millennials and trying to figure out why they're having trouble finding work. Uh, we had a couple phone calls on the line here. I've, we're all over the place today, y'all. We're trying to get as many phone calls as we can, get as much information as we can. Call back because I want the young people listening today to hear what's going on. Okay? Because some people believe it's just like some work ethic, like it's that simple, and young people are just lazy. And if I hear that one more time, I'll slap a face. I'm telling you, I'll do it. It's incorrect. Here's a couple of the misconceptions and myths about millennials that older people don't understand. Like, we call them the me generation all the time. You ever heard that? They don't understand what it's like to be American. They don't understand what it means to care for your neighbor. Blah, 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 blah. You've heard all that, right? It's not even true. You know who the me generation is? Buckle up. You know who the me generation is? Baby boomers. Sorry, y'all. Yeah, no disrespect. But check it out. You were able to buy a home for cheap. You were able to go to college for cheap. You were able to establish a pension long term. And now you also want Social Security. And I want you to take a wild guess on which generation is going to have to pay for your Social Security. Ready? Survey set. Bing. Number one answer. Millennials. That's going to have to who got to pay for your Social Security. So you calling them lazy. You done done all this and got all this for cheap. Now you point your finger in the chest to these millennials saying, well, y'all need to go do something. It's not fair. The system is rigged, I'm telling you. Also, we say that they're lazy all the time, right? Pulled a stat last night. Now, mind you, this is anecdotal. This is just one poll, right? But uh, it says here, according to The Economist, quote, millennials are, in fact, the most competitive generation. 59% of them in the latest poll said competition is, quote, what gets them up in the morning. Compared to 50% of baby boomers, 58% of some millennials said that they compare their performance with their peers against 48% of other generations. They're out there hustling, grinding. They want it all. They just want it all on their terms and not ours. That's the most important thing to them. They're not going to use our templates anymore, nor should they. And I know you probably look at you, you probably go home to your house. You know, you might have a car or two. You know, you probably got a bunch of toys in the back. You got a little sea doo in the garage. You know, you, you're probably doing all right. You go, this is the American dream. And they're looking at you going, okay, about that stuff, man. Put us in a condo. We straight. We don't care about your white picket fence, man. We don't care about that. What we need a big backyard for? We ain't got no kids. We don't care about none of that. We want to travel. We want to live life. We want to enjoy life. We ain't trying to sit in your cubicle for 25 years. We ain't, we ain't interested. Why do you think these new age businesses all up and down the West Coast, especially in the Pacific Northwest, they have... Uh, a climate inside their building that is just different. All right, what's up? You got something? Okay. Um, they have a different climate. Miles sending me something live. They have a different climate inside their buildings that a lot of other companies should adhere to. And that is if you go there, <laughs> you're so goofy. <laughs> is that going to happen? Is it a done deal? Odell Beckham Jr. just signed with the L.A. Rams? Is that real? Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Newsflash. 
them Rams ain't playing. But if you look at Apple, you look at Microsoft, you look at all these big businesses up in the Pacific Northwest, you know, uh, Silicon Valley is something I like to call them. Man, their policies are just different. Even with Facebook and Twitter and all of these businesses, you know, all of these social media-driven businesses. You know, you, they, got, they have, like, nap rooms inside these campuses. <laughs> they give them multiple weeks off per year. They don't have you-gotta-dress-a-certain-way policies. It's open policies. You want to wear some flip-flops to work? It's all good. You want to work from home? Cool. And these youngsters love it. And guess what? Apple, biggest business in the world. Microsoft, boom, right behind it. Facebook, boom, right behind it. These are the biggest companies in the world that are doing it right. Meanwhile, Gen X and older, what are we doing? Sitting in a cubicle, answering to a, a supervisor or manager that we can't stand, answering a stupid phone, sitting here scribbling until sometimes 9, 10 o'clock at night, staying late, coming in on Sundays, doing inventory. I kind of not, you just like, is this, this, this is what life is supposed to be about? Is this it? And then you go home, and you take your clothes off, you might jump in the shower, jump in bed, rinse and repeat, you do it again. And you go, is this why God gave me this life? To do this rinse and repeat. That's why some people say capitalism is garbage. It is. But the young people got to figure it out. They do. They do. We got to do some house cleaning, man. Haven't done it yet. <laughs> oh, my God. Can we get it knocked out? How we doing? Oh, we good. All right, check it out. Uh, the Danny Mo Show podcast officially live. I've been telling you the last few days, Middays with Danny Morrison is now streaming on demand through all socials and the KBLA Talk 1580 website via Futuri. Media, follow me on all socials at Danny Mo Show to see the daily streaming links posted for each episode of this broadcast in podcast form. And the episodes also are uploaded to the Middays with Danny Morrison page on the KBLA app and the KBLA website for easier access, man. Yesterday's episode on why do we blindly defend our biggest celebrities yet quickly throw local people under the bus? is generating some really good traction right now. It was great and an honest conversation on us as a people and how we give grace to the big timers yet throw the local heroes under the bus. Did you miss it? You want to hit? You can. Danny Mo Show Podcast, now streaming on Facebook, Meta, Instagram and Twitter, KBLA app, KBLA website, Smiley Audio Media and Futuri Media uh, from KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. And... You want some tickets? I'm going to be there with bells on, man. Elder Barge, Switch, DW3 and Friends, Globe Theater. You can win some tickets on Middays with Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. Check it out. Sunday, no, December 19th, 2021. You can spend the holiday with the legendary Elder Barge and Switch for this first ever reunion concert and a tribute to Bobby DeBarge. This is a historical event taking place at the iconic Globe Theater in Los Angeles. Limited tickets are available. Cocktail tables for up to four to eight people are available still. There is also general admission standing only available also. And, huh? I'm, I'm reading, this is straight from the website. 
Okay, my bad, my bad. Tommy DeBar is the one to die. My bad, you right. I, but I didn't say. I just <laughs> see now you said I didn't. I didn't say that. Okay, my bad. Come on, man. I see, it's your house cleaning, man. <laughs> As I was saying, I didn't get that one wrong. Um, and they gave me a bunch of pairs of tickets to the uh to the big event. If you want tickets to the show, download the KBLA app, access the open mic feature, and tell me that you want to go with a catch this time. I want you to tell me why seeing Eldebard Switch and DW3 will be a perfect Christmas gift for you and a loved one. Tell me. And be specific. You got to drop your email address, too, so we can get in contact with you. And you just might be selected to this historic concert event with one of my favorite artists of all time, L. DeBarge. R.D.M.J. Entertainment presents Soulful Sundays Live with L. DeBarge, Switch, DW3, and Friends. Sunday, December 19, 2021. Show starts at 5. You want more information? You want to purchase tickets instead of winning them? See tickets.us or eventbrite.com. We got a lot to talk about and some tickets too. And make sure you tap into the socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter all day, er day. As a matter of fact, in about an hour here, we're going to upload one of our brand new videos that we put together that we want you all to see. It's all about the beautiful queens that work here at KBLA Talk 1580. And we're going to highlight them in a beautiful video that we've, we've produced that we want you to check out. So uh, check us out all day, every day, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, YouTube, the whole nine. And while you're at it, download that app. Get it. People from all over the world are checking us out via that app. Get access to our pics, bios, videos, podcasts now. You can stream us live, use that open mic feature not only to win Elder Barge tickets, but also to tell us what you think about the programs and about the radio station as a whole. The KBLA app exclusively. From KBLA Talk 15 8, we got a lot to talk about. We good? Yay, yay, Thank you, sir. Odell Beckham is a ram? Woo! They're going for it. Better go for it. They're going for it. I, t- I told you, you know what it is. You got Super Bowl, man. I mean, you got the Super Bowl? Truthfully, this the only chance they got to go for it. Agreed. A-Rod is transplanting next year. The Chiefs are down. You sit down right now. Niners aren't looking perfect. Seahawks aren't looking perfect. Don't forget about them Chicago Bears. Don't forget about the Chicago Bears. I go big. Like I said, the whole you really only got Brady to really, really, really compete with in the NFC right now. Saints are down. Could Cowboys Bra- look nice, but could Brady come to SoFi and win in a in the NFC Championship? And he he yes, of course. That's the thing. He don't care about your home field. He's Tom Brady. Yes, he can do whatever the hell he wants. If to do. that man gets another ring. What's so yeah, they bet they better go for it now. They got the tools. They, they got, got all the tools. They got the quarterback. Quarterback, young coach, offense, weapons. It's it's trade. all in place. You got a brand new facility. It's all in place. Brand new facility. I better go for it. You got Dr. Dre and Snoop coming in. I mean, uh, come on, it's time. I can't wait. But you and I live around that stadium. Don't go nowhere in that week. Super Bowl week. Oh my God. Just take a bird. Yo, real talk. Don't even leave the house, man. How are we going to go anywhere Super Bowl week? Tell you, bro, I'm going to have a bird. I'm going to park it right outside the house, and I'm going to just be ziplining through traffic. While y'all waiting in traffic at them red lights, I will be swerving. That's really not a bad idea to get a bird. The bird is the word. Hmm. Okay. Um, We're up against it, right? Okay, check it out. We've got news in traffic right now. Are they going to announce that Odell Beckham is now around? That's crazy. Wow. Um, but I still want to hear from you. Talking about the millennials today. We're talking about Generation Z as well, by the way. They're also a part of this discussion. 
I want us to continue building up African-Americans on this show. The same way we do throughout this radio station. And they want answers. And that conversation that I had with that king in that parking lot yesterday, watching him, you know, he got misty a couple times and I'm just looking at him. And I didn't have answers immediately to give him. Because if, if a young king or queen tells you that they're dang near homeless, what you going to tell them? Short of moving in with you, <laughs> what are you going to tell them? I'm going to get into that. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. And maybe a 7 Series on the other side. We shall see. Mid-Tales with Danny Morris at KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. News and traffic right now. Check it. Making your middays meaningful. More of Danny Morrison straight ahead. This ain't your grandfather's talk radio. The conversation with Danny Morrison continues right now. Right now. We're trying to figure out why young people are having trouble finding work, why they're refusing to go back to work, and what is the origin of the problem today on Middays with Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. I think what bothers me the most is what we're doing to young kings and queens is exactly what white America does to us as a people. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, think about it for a second. What do they like to tell us about our current living situation in this country? Pull yourself up by your bootstraps, boy. Stop being so lazy. Stop blaming the system. It's always somebody else's fault, huh? If you stay out of trouble, things will work out better for you. You have no one to blame but yourself. I got mine. You just got to go out and get yours. How does that sound? Sound familiar? Huh? Bet it does, huh? And we have the audacity to tell that to our young kings and queens out there. It's foul. It's not even their fault. It's foul. So why are young people refusing to go back to work? Why are uh, young people moving back in with their parents? 48%? Is that the number? Why do you think it is that they refuse to take part in the traditional American experience? Also, the American experiment. I told you guys, this country that we live in is an experiment. For real. No country in the history of the world. Do I say it again? No country in the history of the world has brought together this many colors, races, creeds, religions, sexual orientations, and said, everybody go and be free. It's never happened before. We're the most multi, multiracial, multicultural country in the history of the world. Now, people look at our GDP and they say, yeah, it worked. Did it? We're only 60 years removed from the civil rights movement here. We still got some work to do. But these young people that are still trying to navigate through this thing the same way we are, I think they're just struggling because they're supposed to latch on to us, climb over us as we die off, and then take it to the next level. But Gen X has faltered. We've dropped the ball. And now what? Got to figure it out. Young people have taken it upon themselves to create their own commerce, create their own jobs, everything. And there's a lot of people, Gen X, who's that called earlier? Jamie says she don't even know how to look it up on the phone sometimes. Young people show us stuff on the phone. We just like, we turn on a scooby do I don't know. <laughs> no idea. I'm pretty technologically savvy myself. Y'all ain't gonna leave your boy out in the dirt. Sorry. At the same time. Collectively, that's true. You know? So uh, we're trying to figure out what is going on. 
But I do want to get this. Can we do this seven series? It's so important. I told that king that I was going to get it. That's why I want to get it in today. We did it months ago. I think we did it in my second week on air, I think. And I said, ah, it's a testimonial. Look, I've been doing this thing for years. Real talk. All throughout Central Cali. I've just been doing it at schools, at uh, prisons, uh, a lot. And your boy used to get paid for doing this. <laughs> Real talk. I'm doing it for free for y'all. Why? Because I love y'all. Okay? Because it's my seven series, which is seven steps that will guarantee you get that job. Is there a job that you really, really, really want? It might be a simple job. It may be at a kiosk in the mall. Or maybe a big career decision. Who knows? I can guarantee right now you get that job. People are, yeah, whatever. You don't, you don't hear me. I can guarantee you get that job. I'm going to show you how. The seven series today, once again, seven steps that will guarantee you get that job. You want to add to the discussion, feel free. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. Seven steps that will guarantee you get that job. Write this down. Okay? Number one, clean up that social media page. Oh, come on. All of them. All of them. Here's a newsflash for you, okay? Employers are surreptitiously using social media as a barometer to know more about you. It's happening all the time. It's a poor man's background check. Usually a lot of these companies, you got to pay 25 bucks, 50 bucks. You know, there's some uh, third party site somewhere, you know, that they send money to and they do the background check and they send them back the results and they tell you whether or not you can or cannot be hired, even though they can't tell you what's on the background check. They tell you whether or not they can bring you in. They ain't doing that no more. Why? They could just go to your socials and see what type of person you are. So if you're smoking from a bong and drinking from a trash can, or lighten your farts, you know, or <laughs> who knows, <laughs> whatever. You may never even get into the staffing office for that job that you so richly want. You can't walk into that business wanting a job and then on your social sites, you're an entirely different person. They want the real and they know where to find the real. On your socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all that. Your job is to make sure you keep it clean. So if you're already in your career and, you know, everybody knows the type of person you are and all that, you know, you can be whatever you want on your socials. That's your business. If you are looking for a job right now, my advice to you today, get on your socials, clean up the pages, excuse me, clean up the posts on your pages that you think might be a little suspect. Because they going to look 100% of the time. Seven steps that will guarantee you get that job inside the 7 Series. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. Here's number two. Groom yourself. Look, if you're part of the long-term unemployed and, you know, you've been trying to work your way out the pandemic like most of us, and it's your personal plight to grow a hobbit-like beard just for kicks, listen here, Bilbo, listen. Invest in the shave and the haircut today. Now, I'm one of them cats that grew a beard over the last couple of years before the pandemic. But I always make sure the bad boy's tight. I'm at the barber every week. And if I can't get to the barber, I'll figure it out. <laughs> like I am today. Put a hat on. Put, you can put a hat on. You can't, you can't go to a job interview with a hat on. Never. Never. I don't care how tight the lid is. Can't do it. Got this job with a hat on. Did you? This is cool like that, though. Bandana. I didn't have a lineup. But that's not a hat. Bandana's worse, though. Can't do it. What color? 
Don't put yourself out there. Watch out. Don't put yourself black, out there. Of course, black. <laughs> it's all good, man. I but but uh, make sure you groom yourself for sure. And uh, two bits, shaving the haircut, and because you ain't never seen Grizzly Adams as a bank teller, never ever. Think about it for a second. Have you ever gone to a place of business and seen a cat with a huge beard? Think about it for a second. Take your time. Anywhere, maybe a tattoo shop or something. Yeah, most like I don't think these kids want bank teller jobs though. I be seeing a lot of young cats with big beards, man. You don't see a lot of kids trying to be like, oh, I want to be a bank teller, man. Oh, uh, okay, that's fair. That's fair. The, it, usually, when I see bank tellers, they are older. That's true. Seven steps that will guarantee you get that job. Can we get another one in in time? Let's do it. All right. So we told you clean up your socials, right? And number two, we told you to groom yourself. Okay. Here's number three. You gotta have reliable transportation. You have to, because things happen. We've gone through this. Your employer needs to know that in a time of crisis, your availability is another arrow in their quiver. If your primary mode of transportation is your roommate's 1970 AMC gremlin with the bald ties that his grandpa let him take from the backyard, that may not constitute reliable transportation. I'm just saying, you got to have something. It ain't got to be nothing brand new. It ain't got to be fresh off the lot. It's just got to be something that is reliable. And they go, well, why can't I just get on the bus? Why can't I just get on the train? Why? Listen, your job hires you, and you say, I got reliable transportation. Let's say that you live in closest proximity than anyone else inside the building. The alarm's going off at the building, and your boss calls you 2 o'clock in the morning. Can you get there? Can you get there and, and reset the alarm? Can you, can you get there? You ain't got no car? Red flag. Hey, something's going on down there. We think there's a fire at the back of the building. Can you just drive down there and see whether or not there's actually a fire? Someone called us, told us there might be a fire. You ain't got no car? Red flag. If you got reliable transportation, that's another arrow in your quiver to be one of the pillars of that building that business. They'll say, that cat is just one of our most reliable people. Day and night, Anytime, he or she is just one of those people that will get the job done. And I'm telling you, you will rise the ranks of that business faster than anybody else around you. And we went over yesterday how everybody around you going to be trying to drag you down. What you doing? Why are you working so hard? Why are you trying to do all that? You must be the boss's pet. What are you trying to make us look bad? Don't pay attention to that nonsense. You know who says that? C people is what they say. C people say that. There's A, B, and C people. C people say stuff like that. You stay focused on the task at hand and be that reliable employee. And then you take your boss's job within three years. That's what you do. Burn it up in there. But you got to have reliable transportation. That's part of it. I will give you the whole list and the grand finale, which is the most important part of this whole thing. Inside my seven series, seven steps that will guarantee you get that job. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. Middays with Danny Morrison, where Black Lives Matter, y'all. We know you have options, but thank you, thank you for making the best choice. The only station in L.A. of the people, by the people, for the people. We are unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. Stay tuned. 
History is now, and you are part of it. Thank you for spending your days with KBLA Talk 1580. Let's jump back into the conversation. We've got a lot to talk about. Middays with Danny Morrison, KBLA Talk 1580. Talk about the millennials. Also talking about guarantee you get that job. That's what we're doing today. Ooh, that fan is loud, huh? Let me turn that down a touch. It's hot in here. That means I'm excited about a topic. It's the thermal. <laughs> okay, now I'm rocking. Up. Told you I'm going to the gym, man. This, this. Whenever you see me in the thermal, I'm going to the gym. I got to. I got some things to take care of after work, but I got, I got to go to the gym, too. Uh, let's go to the phones real fast. Because we're talking about getting people a job, right? D? D, give me your height, your color, and your hood, D. You talking about Eugene? Uh, yeah, give me your height, your color, and your hood. Okay. Uh, I am six foot even Inglewood, copper penny brown. <laughs> Inglewood, drop that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Copper penny brown. I like it. What can we do for you, King? What I want to say is we got to stop thinking J-O-B, which means just over broke, because you're going to be working for somebody else. This new millennium we're in Los Angeles, and there is more, just saying, black millionaires in any other part of the city or any part of the state. Everybody has a need. You've got to become a contractor, whether you be a plumber, a roofer. Yes, I'm an alumni from Trade Tech, and I do it all. And I've been working for people like Magic Johnson. I've done work for uh, basketball players, football players, stage, uh, building stages uh, for, for, for playwrights, even uh, can't think of the name of uh, the uh, clothes designer Ralph Lauren. Mm. If you got skills, they got money and got houses. And if you are a builder of a house, how much are you worth? Mm. Think about it. How okay. much is a house in Los Angeles worth? A two bedroom. Now, if you know how to build that, how much are you worth? Okay. So you're saying you do, got to have skills. You're saying do not. I'm up against it. That's why I'm pushing you a little bit. Uh, you're saying that you shouldn't just buy in to go apply for a job, work for somebody else. You should be an independent contractor and work for yourself. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying you need to first of all, they got to learn to trade. You got to go trade tech or school. Then they got to get a certificate behind them, which will take about a year. Then they can go to contractor school, which only costs $700, and get their contractor's lesson. And if they start right out of high school, by the time they turn 21, they'll be their own independent contractor running their own business. Okay. I would love that. I would love for young African-Americans to jump into that. D, I appreciate the phone call. I'm up against the king. Thank you so much. I'm going to look up Trade Tech tonight, I promise. All right? Okay. Seven steps that will guarantee you get that job. Let me get one before we go on the other side here, Mr. Miles. Okay, we said clean up your socials, groom yourself, have very reliable transportation. Here's number four, invest in a suit or a business dress. Do that today. Miles just said he came down here and got this job with a bandana on his head, which I don't understand. But naive interviewees tend to wear blue jeans, T-shirts, shorts, caps, tennis shoes, tank tops. No. Gentlemen, wear a button-up shirt, khakis, slacks. Ladies, dress conservatively, okay? No cleavage or tight clothing. Loose lips may sink ships, but loose a tie is most, most likely to get you high. Trust me. You got to do it, okay? Make sure you get a suit or some nice clothing, okay? Or, 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 or. in Danny's case, a thermal. <laughs> hey, when I came to my first time, you saw me your first day, you boy. Dan, I, you know, I was a little bit sexy. You know, we ain't going to get into that. We ain't gonna, you know, I ain't going to put myself out there like that. When we come forward, we'll finish out the list. Middays with Danny Morrison. KBLA Talk 1580. Don't move. Middays with Danny Morrison continues when we come forward. We knew you'd stick around. This is LA's home for progressive talk radio. Be heard.
Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. Midday is with Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. Seven steps that will guarantee you get that job. Number one, clean up your Facebook page. Number two, groom yourself. Number three, have very reliable transportation. Number four, invest in a suit or business dress. Number five here, okay? Light cologne and light jewelry. Fellas, no ear, brow, or nose rings. No. You're not applying to Long John Silver's or Treasure Island. No. Stop it. Ladies, keep it demure. Save the bling for the night scene. And as far as colognes and perfumes are concerned, as I always say, if they can smell you coming, they would rather see you going. I'm just saying. Number six, tighten up that resume. Hopefully all of you have some resume somewhere. I know a lot of young people have never even written one. If you've had more jobs than Mike Rowe on the Discovery Channel, it may be time for you to look within yourself to figure out what you really want to do. That being said, no, nobody won't hear about all of them, no. Not all of them. Pick three jobs that employed you the longest. Explain your tenures there. That is all that is needed. Typed, not written, one page. Don't give them ten pages. One page, okay? And here's the grand finale. This is what I want you to do. We're going to put them all together, okay? I want you to go down there and make sure you got uh, your, your socials cleaned up. You've groomed yourself, you got rival transportation, you got your dress, you got your suit, you know, you got your light jewelry, you got your cologne, you got all that stuff, right? You got resumes, one page, you're ready to go. So you now that you've covered the basic necessities, okay, I want you to show up at your job of choice, okay? You got the first steps already implemented. Ask to speak to the manager. And they go, well, the manager's not here. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to turn around and leave. Okay? Next day, I want you to do it again. You show up. Asked to speak to the manager. They go, well, the manager's not going to be until Friday. You go, then I'll see you on Friday. Leave. Do not leave that resume. Do not leave an application. You leave. Friday, you show up. You go, I'd like to speak to the manager. Yeah, she's right back here. They go to the back. The manager comes out. You shake the manager's hand. And you go, I heard you're hiring. You slide your resume and you slide your application, if there is one, across the desk, a table, a counter, or whatever. And I want you to look them on the eyeball and go, can I have this job? Just like that. On the eyeball. Look at them and say that. I want you to ask for the job formally. Why is that important? It'll create a paradigm shift in their mind that you're different than the rest. I can promise you, anybody that came in looking for that job prior to did not do that. Those are the magic words. If you ask for the job, you'll win. Then after exchanging pleasantries, call back the next day. I want you to thank them for that time that you spent at the camp. You can send them an email in addition to. Not just an email, though. You call that business and say, may I speak to the manager? I was there yesterday. I just want to say thank you for the talk. Your goal is to get to that interview. Which you will get, I promise you. Once you're in an official interview with them, you're on your own. My job is to get you inside that building already set. I've already just uh, front loaded you to get all the love that you want inside that building. You want to know why that's important? Because they're going to sit around. It's going to be the manager, system manager, supervisor. They're going to be going through applications and everything. They're going to say, who should we bring in for an interview? Who impressed you? They're going to go, yo, that one person came up in here and they asked me for that job. They said, can I have that job, please? Oh, Deborah in here, give me a hard time. Can I have that job, please? And they're going to go, bring them in. 
that is the person that you want to make sure you are that person. The person that they are saying, oh, really impressive. They looked good. They smelled good. Hair was tight. And they asked me directly for the job. I promise you, you're going to get that job. Because you're going to knock it out the park inside that interview. I'm telling you. Okay? Do it. And let me know how it goes. I want more testimonials. Let me know how it goes. It works. Good luck. God bless. Go. D.L. Hughley Afternoon Show is up next. Keep it on KBLA Talk 1580. Be good. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.